It's like you're making out with a taco. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Zombie Teeth Podcast. I am your host, Paul, from Zombie Teeth Clothing. You can find me on Instagram at Zombie Teeth Clothing, imaginatively. Episode uh, 13. Um, welcome. Two episodes in a week. How exciting. Or is it just because of the hassles that I had last week trying to edit two episode, uh, an episode twice because the software crashed? So... I was late releasing that episode, and now I want to release this episode because today's guests have got a live stream tomorrow, so I want to mention that right now. So on today's episode, I've got the Venomous Pinks. They've got a live stream tomorrow, August 15th, which is a full band set. First time the band have been together in a long time, since before lockdown, from as you will hear. So yeah, this was um, this was a good one. I enjoyed this one. The Venomous Pinks are a really good bunch of people. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll get on with it in just a second. Just want to make sure that everyone's okay. You're all doing well, and uh, you know you're all holding up. Still in these tough times, still going. You know, thirteen episodes of a podcast. We're still in COVID. Who knows? So what do I do? Do I do an episode? until covid goes away and see how many episodes i've done and use that as a tally or will that just be really depressing when i get to like episode 300 and we're still amongst covid uh, anyway let's get this going because it's a good one here we go Hello everyone, how was your birthday Cassie? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? How was your birthday? It was actually kind of, it, it was kind of a bummer because I, I just spent the whole day in bed. I threw out my back on Friday, so I was like bedridden for two days and I couldn't walk. So I was like, I guess this is getting old, you know, this is what getting old feels like. <laughs> <laughs> so I could, I could kind of walk today, but yeah, it was pretty gnarly <laughs> oh gosh yeah yeah. But, yeah happy birthday thank yeah. you happy birthday here's a new back um yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah i've thrown my back out i think once before um and oh really literally just trying to pick something up off the floor yeah yeah nothing, nothing heavy um yeah <laughs> and it's it might yeah my son was like I was telling him off because his room was a mess. And I was like, put this stuff up, <laughs> put it up in here. And then I went yeah. to pick it up. And I was just like, oh, my back, my back's gone, my back. And he just sat there looking uh, at me. And it's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. Nice to know <laughs> Nice to know. in an emergency, you jumped to my aid. You just sat there looking at me like, what right. are you doing? <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, it's not yeah. the best. A friend of mine uh, threw his back out and, and fell onto the floor face down. <laughs> And oh my lying, god and was lying yeah. there for i think four hours what paramedics came and injected whoa yeah in his ass. it actually happens to me a lot it's it happens to me very frequently like one time we were on tour 
and I slept on the couch and then the next morning I couldn't get up. Like just sleeping on a couch and I fucked up my back, you know? It's just, do you think do you think it's from uh, think it's from sitting at the um I think it I actually think it's from lifting. From lifting drums and just like lifting right. heavy stuff and like not lifting it the right way. Like people always yell at me like lift with the knees, not the back and I'd be like, huh? You know, yeah, like, dude. I know legs. Dude, I'm the worst. I, I we told I you that too. <laughs> I know. I, I have the worst back ever. Yeah, it's it's gnarly. <laughs> but I see, I see anyway. an excuse coming for the when you actually get out on tour. Like Cass right? Like, oh no, no, my back. I can't, you're, I can't do it. You're gonna have to lift, lift everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, lucky horror, we all have bad backs, so we're all fucked I together. Know. <laughs> right? You can, you can almost Everyone make... will be in a, a wheelchair up on you know playing. Dude, you're already grandma enough. You don't need a wheelchair. Dude, right? I, I know. <laughs> I couldn't even get on this Zoom call right now. <laughs> Yeah, I saw your friend trying to. Yeah, I was like, it. help. <laughs> help. Brilliant. Um, okay, let me introduce you before we get too far into this because I have a habit of talking and then 10 minutes later it's like, oh, by the way, nobody's going to know who I'm talking to. So um, joining me on today's show, we have the Venomous Pinks. This is the most, no, it's not the most people, but it's the most complete uh unit of people complete band uh so yeah we have the venomous pinks we have drea cassie and gabby welcome to the show thank you hey and how are we all doing this uh lovely sunday afternoon for you pretty good i just climbed a big ass mountain like an hour before this so i did i did see that (laughs) i did see that on instagram yeah but so, i'm fine I'm good <laughs> excellent i've um i've been trying to set something up in the background because i'm going on the punk sylvania uh podcast next weekend oh cool. and i thought if i'm going to be on video i want to showcase some of my stuff so i put a load of stuff up moved my camera put one of my lights on i was just like no that looks shit so then turned everything off and moved everything back but i'll take that stuff down later <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah so uh i've got a few things written down but generally i'm hoping it's just going to be a conversation um generally so um first things first i would like i'm interested in knowing because i don't really know a lot about the kind of the story of the venomous pinks i know you've had a number of lineup changes but how long it's like so when when did it start 84 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It started, I believe, around 2010. And uh, I I started it with um, another bandmate that we were in a band together. And uh, at the time, there wasn't a lot of uh, female punk bands in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, So we just kind of threw the idea together to start another band together. And... Through all that, we found our drummer at the time, Julie Neff. And then over the years, the lineups evolved and changed a few times to now where we're seeing, like, I feel like the truest form of Venomous Pinks. Everybody everybody is on the same plan and same goal. And that really does make a difference being in a band together. Whereas before we were just kind of playing shows and getting drunk and that was it. 
like there wasn't really any goal or focus to it. But now, you know, this lineup is consistent with the ideas and goals that they all shared together. It does feel it does feel like a, as I've obviously listened to previous music and it does feel like the most complete you know if, like you like you feed off each other in in a better way than than anything that's ever come before it um like the bridge sea sessions things that you've done like i love those videos like so good um you know and then the videos that you've been coming out with as well and things like that it's all been like it's like in the last you know year or so it's kind of taken it up a notch yeah there's it, you can tell like not to say that like the old stuff is bad it's just it's more i feel like it's a rock thing and um i mean definitely playing with cassie you can tell there's just a different um production to it like it definitely is better um and like the those bridge city sessions like i like those i like those videos because like that true that shows like the truest raw form of what a band really is like it's not you know studio stuff you can you can do it as many times as you want to get it perfected to the you know the record quality sound but when you're put in front of a camera recorded live like that's what you're gonna get and that's really cool so but we actually, like we tips. actually, we we rushed that a lot though. That that set. was it. We drove like nine hours or something. We didn't know if we were gonna even be able to do it. You know, <laughs> just because we had that show afterwards. We drove from Seattle to Portland. I think it was about three hours. Yeah, with uh, massive hours, oh, it like nine. <laughs> yeah, like we got there super early, but we were waiting for hours and hours, and we're like, oh dang, like we gotta go. You know, we thought we were only gonna play like what two songs, but. Luckily, we cranked them out and did all of our songs like off the EP. Sound check, early sound check, and <laughs> yeah, very good. Didn't one wasn't one uh, released right. like in the last week? One of the Bridge City videos. I'm sure one came out in like the last week. Yeah, the last song came out Friday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really don't care. That was yeah. the four. Listening to live stuff, like you say, you know, you get the the truest form. You get to, you get to hear it without any, um, yeah. you know, without any tweaking from a from a studio and when it sounds yeah. that good and that's why some of these bands that say their first single is a yeah. live video which it, that's something that kind of propels them because everyone's like oh my god they can actually play yeah <laughs> you know yeah so no one no one's commented that we suck on those i see that city. i see that too on youtube that that's a strange thing for for YouTube. Like YouTube's right. just like so, awful comment after awful comment. Usually, maybe you a know? couple of thumbs down, but like nothing like fuck these bitches. Yeah, because yeah. 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 it feels like you. Well, it does. You know what I mean? Like people are gonna like hate on it regardless. But like those Bridge City session videos, they're all they've all been like really positive comments on our performance and how how awesome we sound. I think like the best the best comment I saw. For me personally, on there, was someone said I sounded like Kim Chatuck from The Muffs, and I was like, "Okay, like I'll take it. That's cool. Like, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I've, I've, I've I'm going to jump around a little bit here, um, so you're going to have to forgive me. But I've listened to like Sound Sisters um, and the other podcasts, and Dre, you're quite how to put it like not <laughs> softly spoken, but when you speak, like you. And then you get on stage and you do your, you do that that 
growl yeah. <laughs> when you do that. Everything you, anything you can do, I can do better. And it's like, whoa. <laughs> I, you know? Yeah, I hear, I hear that great. a lot. Like I'm very like, yeah, like soft spoken, quiet in person, but then on stage, it's definitely like a switch that gets turned on. And once I'm on there, it's just like, I'm here. Fuck you. <laughs> like, here <laughs> is like a set of just aggression and just let it all out. Like, let it go. That's good. I think that's good though. Yeah. Because you don't want to be like that all the time. <laughs> I can imagine it being yeah. a, lot, a lot of work, you know, being that angry, not angry, but like, yeah. Pent up. Gravelly, yeah. <laughs> like, might make, make him work phone calls a little bit. Yeah, might get a few more hang ups. <laughs> oh, make your job easier. Not to talk to people that long. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking to people on the phone is the worst, especially people you don't know. Right. So, yeah, so you've obviously, now that you, the lineup you've got now, and now you also um, are doing things with uh, Die and Records. Yeah. I got the name right, didn't I? Because I didn't, I didn't research that. I was like, I'm sure it's Die Laughing. I typed it on my list. So, um, but yeah, so you're doing stuff for that. So does that mean, um, you know, we're going to get an album? See what 2020. Because <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm hoping so. It, I mean, we, we want to, but it, I, we want to, but you know, we're in Phoenix and Cassie's in Los Angeles and they're both considered hot spots right now. So, um, oh yeah, we just closed down again. again yeah we've had a couple of places closed down again um but no nothing on the scale that you have over there yeah because americans are stupid (laughs) and selfish well and it's our our people our our people in charge are stupid you know that too and we have too many stupid people who, who support them and keep them in charge that's very true it's very true it's like it's like fat mike says in the decline where are all the stupid pe- people from and how did they get so dumb you know yeah um, man. like you realize it more even now in this pandemic it's like how are you alive this time like how did you survive like how do you go through your daily life being this dumb like but, but hey yeah it's pretty bad i mean in the uk from the 24th of this month it's compulsory to wear a face mask in stores from the 24th like why why wait yeah. until the 24th of july to make it compulsory why are we Damn. you know there's lo- there's a lot there's a lot of memes going around saying like mm-hmm. waiting however many weeks into a pandemic to make face mask compulsory is like going to a baby shower and giving out condoms <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like what's the point <laughs> It's like, I wait. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so stupid. Because and then it's like, well, yeah, okay, people have got to got to buy the mask because maybe they haven't got a mask, but still, why wait this long until until it until it comes? So, um, so okay, so pandemic uh, depending, you know, an album will uh, surface at some point. I mean, we're working yeah. on it, but. The whole travel thing and being away from everyone, it's hard, but it's there. It's We're working on it. You'll get there. We'll get there. This is kind of weird because this is the first time I've spoken to, in, in not in person, but, you know, I've had quite a lot of back and forth with 
over over I don't know how long it's been, but you know, I mean, how how long ago did you start Chaos Merch, Gabby? Uh, officially a year ago in June, but in November was like the official launch. Right. You got my little sticker right here. You made it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, it's kind of strange. Like this this podcast has been kind of like that because every most most of the people that I've had on it have been people that I've spoken to. Uh, and I either done work for or just in general and then uh, and then speaking to them it's kind of strange because when I'm messaging somebody I can at least think about what I'm going to say before I say it hmm. whereas now it's it's um I'm not I'm not the best at stringing a sentence together at times I mean we we run the podcast too and I've been doing the editing for the last couple of ed- episodes and um what you hear on the recording is has been edited a few times uh i mean all three of us are just kind of like rambling and just trying to spit the question out like so i i I get what you're saying yeah i tend to uh i think i said it on the last episode i tend to worry about whether americans are going to understand what i'm saying (laughs) so i i tend to enunciate words that i wouldn't normally enunciate so then when i'm listening back to it i'm like why have i said it like do not sound like that. I sound, you know, I start to sound more and more kind of stereotypical British, and it's like that's not. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I I say kind of quite a lot, and I pause when I'm trying to think of things to say. So when I'm looking at the thing, there's all the all the gaps of empty space. So I just remove all the gaps of empty space, and then you've got like a really nice sentence. Yep. And people go, oh no, the, the you know the, it flows really nicely. I was like, that's because it's edited, <laughs> editing. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of Sound Sisters again, and uh, and Grave Sisters as well. You know, that's some that's like when I've listened to to that. I mean, how long have you been doing that? What episode are you up to now? Uh, we just released episode mm-hmm. five, and when we started Grave Sisters. We initially wanted to like go to haunted places, experience it, record it, uh, film it, do EVP sessions, uh, and then kind of do a, a recap of what we've learned and do we think it's haunted, yes or no. And now with the whole pandemic, we've had to be a little creative on <laughs> what, 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 what can we do being quarantined and separated from each other. Um, so we did, we've been doing a, um, just live interviews with people coming on and telling us their stories. And then this last interview we just did, we went with a quarantine paranormal activity in quarantine. Um, Cause I've been reading articles online lately saying how homeowners have been home a lot more. And now they're noticing that their spirits and ghosts are being like way more active. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can I can see that I can see that because yeah, um, it's a shame that obviously you know rebellion was cancelled and and all that because where I live, oh, it's not really anywhere near rebellion. Mm. It's a few a couple of hours away, but the the city I live in is considered the most haunted city in city in the UK mm. um, because it's because it's right in the middle. And apparent one of the reasons that they say is that back in the day, you know, all the all the people would pass through wherever they were going um and it was like a stop off 
So there was a lot of like, you know, highwaymen and things that would stop off when they're trying to get somewhere else. And a lot of them would end up being, uh, you know, they'd end up getting killed for some reason or another because they'd upset yeah. somebody or, yeah. you know, and there's stories that when they went to bury, well, when they buried them, they would bury them and they would stake them to the floor. They'd, they'd put them in the thing and they'd put a big stake through the middle of them because they believed in zombies. What? And they thought if they stake them, they wouldn't be able to climb back out because oh they were God. stuck to the floor. And obviously, wow. they'd fill the, they'd fill the the grave in, but yeah, it would stop them wow. climbing out of the ground because they were they were staked to the floor. Um, That's your town. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Yeah, uh, it's a place. Well, we you would pronounce it Derby, Dirt. but it's we pronounce it Dar Derby. D e r b y. Derby. It's almost like with an A, and the reason apparently is that the romans when they they used to pronounce their e's like an a which is why dar the, the derby became dar huh. okay. i feel like everything is haunted in in england or yeah like everywhere is haunted. well yeah there is there is a lot of that like I mean, everywhere you know, we, we went it was just old. like every place was haunted we're like oh that's comforting <laughs> yeah i do have I do have a few stories. Um, Paul, is your house haunted? Um, I don't believe this one is. <laughs> Not that one. But there's always there's always so much going on that um, it's hard to say, to be honest. Whereas where I used to live, I believe very much so that it was haunted because there was too many things that happened. It was too much of a coincidence. It was just like, okay, why is this happening? Like, I mean, I've got when I lived there, I'd, I'd only got two kids and they're a year apart and where the houses were built were was a and it was they'd knocked down an old factory and my granddad and his brother used to work there when it was a factory they're both dead uh they knocked that factory down built houses and when my eldest was a year old maybe a bit younger i used to go part way up the stairs and i would turn around and be like say bye to, you know say good night to mummy <laughs> and he would look up as the where the ceiling goes from like the the ground floor ceiling to the the second floor ceiling he would he would look up and he would blow kisses and he'd wave what? um and he'd do huh. it all the time all the time Whoa. and then and then my other child who was like too young to, he was already in bed whenever this happened. When he got to a certain age, he started doing the same thing. Creepy. What? But then my eldest, but then my eldest stopped doing it. Yeah. They love kids. And, they um, love the young ones. You know? <laughs> they love the they young do. ones. I was going to say, that doesn't sound sinister at all. <laughs> they love the young ones. Um, there's, there's, there's just some. Yeah. And then, the pliable paranormal you know yeah yeah they're very pliable but then um yeah there was a few things like that that happened and then uh my my ex said that she kept seeing she kept having visions of somebody standing sometimes standing in the bedroom sometimes standing in the in the lounge but always in the same spot like mm. you know kind of directly and uh, she was describing this guy to me. And I was like, that sounds like my granddad. Whoa, that's crazy. Um, and my mum brought some photos 
and showed showed her and she was like, oh no, that's that, I don't think that was him. And then about six months later, we was looking through some other photos and she saw a photo of his brother who also used to work where, and she was like, that was the that's who I keep seeing, not not your yeah. granddad. Uh. His his brother and she yeah. and I, I it was somebody uh. that I wouldn't see very often. There's no way that she would have ever seen him. So yeah, so there was a few things like that um nothing nothing bad um the other one we'll move on to something else in a minute um the other one i had was there's a there's a uh, like a graveyard um and it's just there's no new graves in there because like the oldest grave is almost 100 years old Uh, sorry the newest grave is almost 100 years old because it's just full and it's quite overgrown and i went in there with my camera years ago with my friend taking photos and there's only one way in, one way out, and it's big enough to see the whole the whole thing, except for the odd overgrown bush. Um, so we were down one end, and I looked across, and there was a woman, looked like she was dressed like like an old fashioned kind of nun, where they used to wear like the kind of like the almost like Handmaid's Tale style bonnet type thing, like white and then blue. And she was walking. She walked behind a bush, and then. I said to my friend, did you see her? He said, no. And we walked around past the entrance all the time, being able to see everywhere, walk past the entrance. And when we got to where she was, there was nobody there <laughs> at all. And then two years later, I was in uh, a bookshop and there's a Ghosts of Derby book having a, having a, having a nosy. And um, in there, there was a thing about the lady in blue. I was what? like, oh my God. So I started reading it. <laughs> oh, shit. And it was, and it was that, and and I actually yeah. like, I actually like shouted out in the shop. I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and everyone's looking at me, and I'm like, "It's her!" her. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't going crazy. Like, it actually happened. So, uh-huh. so yeah. And my my grand, my granddad was a spiritualist as well. So you know, so it's very, and I think his whole family were like his actual like brothers and sisters. So my sister also does. Um, she she gets uh not visions but she sees premonitions of things and she does like she goes to medium nights where they talk to people and she picks things up and stuff and she used to do um she used to be part of a paranormal uh group in derby where they'd spend all night in places um yeah so yeah it's very it's quite thick running through my family all this like ghosts and things um but I've always been one of those skeptics that's like, unless I've seen it myself, you know, when you see those videos online and you see an orb or something, I'm like, that could be anything. <laughs> that could be a piece what of happened? dust. Yeah. You know, it's like, look, it's going into, it's going into the car. It's like, and, and the owners say that the, you know, the person that died here loved their car. It's like, <laughs> you're just clutching at straws now. Like, uh, yeah. uh. I'm hoping my cat's outside. I can hear him meowing to try and get in. And I'm hoping one of my children has heard him. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hear him outside. Just give me okay. one second. Cat, <laughs> Let him in. Cat. <laughs> cold. No, if you're cold, they're on. cold. Bring 
Could you imagine seeing a ghost nun? Ghost nun. Unmute shit yourself. Especially like, yeah. I would never go near that place. Like, everything. Everything's a hundred years old. Like, hundreds, you know? Like, everything is old as fuck. What's that? What we're talking about? What did I miss? What have you been saying about me while I've been gone? I'm terrified of ghosts and, like, I refuse to open myself to see one. But, like, I love that stuff. So, like, I go deep into it and, like, everything but i don't want to see one <laughs> so like if i saw like that lady i'd no I'd, nope <laughs> see that wasn't so bad because it was it wasn't where i lived whereas uh, the other things were, were perhaps a little bit more was she like see-through or was she no, like no, a no. Regular person? no just like a regular person see, that's what's creepy yeah. man like they're solid Not like and like i've read something where somebody says why do you never see ghosts wearing modern day clothing mm why they're always old-fashioned it's like well perhaps you don't notice true perhaps you don't notice mm. the modern dressed ghosts oh. <laughs> oh, right now, that's true you know <laughs> that's yeah. the reason you notice Creepy. them because they're dressed like mm. you know dressed like charles dickens <laughs> um so um but yes everywhere is old i saw um did you cassie did you play because you played with leftover crack am i right yeah yeah you played uh, a place called uh, red rum yeah in that's a very old building and that's the kind of place that i would expect if you're in there on your own at night it's probably very scary <laughs> um but yeah it looks like a castle i can't remember yeah it's like a castle attached to a shopping center. yeah we, there's a like, cemetery like a couple blocks she's frozen <laughs> there was uh there was a cemetery like, a couple blocks away that we walked to and all the headstones the heads it's gonna catch up in a minute that's why she yeah. spoke so fast that second time <laughs> creepy ghost got her oh. get ready but yeah creepy i think oh there we go yes <laughs> i agree um but yeah i can't imagine say cleaning up at that place on my own after a, after a show like, yeah i'd be every noise yeah. um yeah but i, I used have to, to accept it that it's haunted if you don't work there. i guess as lo- i guess as long as it's not malevolent maybe we should move away from the ghosts because yeah. sorry could, we tend I to could, do that that's fine. No, 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 that's fine. It's just, you know, I'm happy to speak about ghosts as much as possible. I was actually going to go in my list. I was going to talk about like the love of horror, but I mean, is that across the board or is that just Dre's thing being a, a, a horror fan? Cause a lot of your, your t-shirt designs are to do with look like old horror films and things like that. And you've got a bat and a skull behind you as we speak. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah i think it's not across the board it's it's mostly um me at this point um i don't know they're not really into horror movies like i am have you tried have you have you tried to get them have you been watch this watch this I used, like they don't really watch movies it's kind of yeah or TV. yeah the only one that like really does will watch movies is angela um, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i can kind of like talk to her about pop culture and what i've watched but 
for the rest of them, they don't. They don't. They just don't. So like, no. but they'll watch like I ain't got time they'll that. watch like Ghost Adventures <laughs> with me, and like we'll, that's what we'll watch together. Right. Um, but the like the horror movie stuff, um, that's mostly like me and like how like you've seen so many like horror movie T-shirts from us and um, yes. or like the Carrie video that just that came out a couple weeks ago. Which is a great video. Uh, yeah, I think it's the um, best video we've done. It's so good, and I love the after the the bloods come down, and you've got the blonde haired guy stood there. His face, there's like slow mo of his face, and he's just like, and it goes on for <laughs> ages. And I'm just, what is he doing? <laughs> the outfits were great as well, which I've said on many occasions. The shirts and it's so cool. Um, so, so what? What's your what's your favorite horror film, Drea? Carrie, <laughs> or one of your favorite, Carrie. Uh, I don't. I like. Fair I enough. like Carrie. Um, I love the original Scream. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Alfred yeah. Hitchcock films. I, uh, I can remember always being scared of Freddy Krueger and Chucky when I was younger. Yep. Not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I'm. I'm. I've never been. I don't think I've ever been scared of Chucky, uh, but all the rest, yeah. I think Hell yeah, Hellraiser Hell is a great film. Not only for it's. I mean, the cosmetics in it and the special effects in it are, or what I really miss about horror movies now, where everything is kind of dependent on CGI. Um, the older horror movies, you know, we really were using like prosthetics and and just special effects mm. to really get that scare tactic across and that's what i like about them yeah. is just the creative creativity in in making that and that's what i really like about those yeah i've kind of fallen off new horror films because of the cg element to it i do like that um although i did like the remake <clears throat> the uh, i did like the it films uh, that came out i but saw that one <laughs> yeah they're good there um but and, and i tend to watch kind of more indie horror films because they do tend to be more prosthetics mm-hmm. and things. Um, I've seen a few of those, uh, like that killer tire that's a tire and it kills God, people. I've not gone oh all the way God, through that. Rubber, that movie's oh, so- it's literally a tire and it goes killing people. <laughs> or the thanks, thanks killing, it's like a turkey puppet and it fucking kills people. <laughs> <Thanksgiving>. <laughs> it's- or oh, House of a Thousand Cats, like stupid shit that land. I don't. <laughs> That was a long time ago, but I remember those stupid ones. Yeah, Scream. I was I was obsessed with Scream when that came out to the point where my parents asked, asked my sister to take me out of the house <laughs> because I was staying at home all the time watching Scream and Halloween yeah. and and things like that. And it's like I'm fine, honestly. <laughs> I just like the film. Like, it's fine. We've kind of been jumping all over the place, to be honest. So you know, that's us. <laughs> yeah, it's me too. Me too. <laughs> Um, so, Paul, if you were a burrito, what kind of burrito would you be? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Burri- we do have burri- burritos over there. We do have burritos over here, but they're not quite as, they're just literally the same. You know, they're just like, here's a burrito. Um, like named specifics, I wouldn't really, you know, do they have special names? Like, or do you, are you just like, I'll have a, a ground beef with this and this and this or is it like got a specific name build your burrito man <laughs> yeah 
I was a fan of um, yeah, ground beef, definitely jalapenos. I like sour cream, cheese, and then I put like lettuce and maybe onions. You know, fairly standard. But jalapenos, I'm a big fan of jalapenos. So yeah, it's good for your metabolism as well. Yeah, you know. Also, I've been told, no. you know, maybe I need to eat more because. I'm getting that quarantine equator. Do you guys have like, like authentic Mexican rex- restaurants out there, or like not really? Um, Mexican. Now, used. Yeah. I was going to say using the Brown word. Beef. Or I was going to say using the word authentic. We have Mexican restaurants, but whether mm. they're authentic is a different mm. story. There's just never anywhere nearby to get them, so I have to make them myself. Do it. You would quite. You you might not be you might not be that impressed with with what I make and like, but I like yeah, them. At least with, you're making it with my with my delicate British taste buds. <laughs> you know, I've got to be I've got to be careful. I don't want to be too spicy. So yeah. So what do you go for? What's what's something that's going? Because educate me so that when I make myself something, I can <laughs> you know maybe uh, you know learn from. Well, if it's not too spicy. Hmm. It's like, oh no, I, I'm, I kind of go for like I go for like medium spice. Have you had chorizo? <laughs> oh man, that's gonna like blow Maybe. your taste Maybe. buds. Chorizo, <laughs> chorizo. Le- no. uh, Probably no. not. We just had uh, lengua the other day, Gabby. Yeah, how was it? I've never had it. it Crosses me out. It's, it's like you're making out with a taco. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I I was told it was very good. I, I was like, I'll, I'll pass. I believe you. <laughs> you did, yeah, you didn't have it. <laughs> but it's like language is tongue yeah. taco, and it's like, dude, like, no, yeah, just like if I feel the little tongue, like, just, ugh, I don't want to make out. So cow, what? Man. What? What? So what? What is this? What is this that you are discussing? What's in it? Is it? Is it an actual? Is it actual tongue? Yeah. Is that it's what you? The, the yeah, cow, cow tongue. tongue. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I, yeah. I'd, I'd be out of that as well straight away. <laughs> straight yeah. away you people know, make but, it look good like pictures and it's like nope i still know it's a fucking tongue man like <laughs> definitely you know, so i'll probably try it eventually but yeah right i've now, tried it it's i've tried it i remember it was good yeah. um did it have a weird dude actually uh, my dad gave it to me when i was probably like eight and after i was done mm-hmm. eating it he told me oh yeah you just ate tongue and i was like wait what cross <laughs> like, uh, dishes yeah right <laughs> 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 Oh, young. <laughs> uh, I haven't had one since. You've got to detach the, the mind from what you're eating, haven't you? Uh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, right. I probably wouldn't have eaten it. So, See, I, I went on holiday with my family when I was about seven or eight. And it was, um, you know, you could, we went all inclusive. So all our food was buffet style. And I was having onion rings a lot. And then the last night, I turned to my dad and I said, I was like, these onion rings in Spain are really chewy, aren't they? And he was like, just started laughing. I was like, what do you mean? He's, why are you laughing? He's like, they're not onion rings. I was like, well, what are they? He's like, and squid. He's like, calamari. And I was like, bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to get like a week's worth of calamari back out of my system. Like, oh, uh, no. Uh, That's probably why I don't like seafood. Same. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I could eat tongue, <laughs> you know. It's like, but then I don't, there's, I've got some weird stuff. Like I don't eat, I don't eat coleslaw. Nobody does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, well, I got it in my head when I was very young that I wouldn't eat it because it looks like vomit. 
So I was like, I'm not going to eat something that looks like vomit. I don't think anybody does. And um, yeah. So um, we've probably got about 10 minutes longer. If that's all right. I don't know why I was doing that. I should have. <laughs> a little cat hands. <laughs> I was doing. I was, well, just yeah. <laughs> so ten minutes, and it's weird finding out yeah. about a band and then yeah, seeing things pop up from before you knew the band, like seeing you in the uh, in the Womanicist video. For Bag- oh Bag- yeah. Cult. Like I watch that now, and I'm like, I know yeah. that person. I know that person. I know that person. <laughs> I know that person. So yeah, it's it's a strange. It's, it's such a strange i don't know i don't know what is i'm i'm constantly blown away by the fact that i know people not in general just (laughs) yeah that you managed to network with all these people over in the states and you haven't met them yet it's Mm. it's cool yeah yeah it is it is and talking talking about rebellion earlier like it's so frustrating that that didn't go ahead because like i suggested me coming and taking your photo and i was really i was like i was excited but no, ain't happening. There's next but. year or 2022. <laughs> I don't Whenever. <laughs> It'll happen yeah. at some point. We're not allowed on that side of the world. So we're at, at some, at some point, <laughs> something will happen someday. We're not sure yeah. when, but it will. The UK was just given 1.57 billion for the arts in the, in the, in the UK, I don't know how much like live event, live music events, and things are going to get, but they asked for fifty million. Venues can stay open because you know everywhere's closing down. Yeah, that's how it. Is. That's well, that's how it is too. Is like we're, you know, that's a concern for all of us that the smaller venues that we play a lot aren't going to be around when it's you know okay to have shows again. Yeah, it is. I think the difference with the UK to the US is we when we don't really have like backyard shows. Like people don't do things like that, you know, like or basement shows where people just open their house and bands play in, in them. You know, because you played was it last year when you played on somebody's driveway? Yeah, we yeah, we played like it a like, it was a backyard show with the virus. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like that would never happen. Uh, it's yeah. just like it just doesn't happen. That's I think. Um, apart from the fact it rains all the time, so you I know. think yeah. If anything, we'll see a huge resurgence in backyard shows, in you know here in the states, which is cool. Yeah, definitely. It's something that I would. It's something I would love to experience. Um, no so shows, no festivals. Yeah. Have you got Have you got any more um, live? stream things planned anything like that you're gonna do another um like mabel syndrome one you did because that dancing you did at the beginning of that live stream was was great we do we have one coming up uh it's called greedy in pink i think it's august 18th yeah Yeah. it'll be it it's good to see i mean you did a you didn't you've done some acoustic live streams as well which have been great get out there and do your thing for what six months has it been that long already? <laughs> I don't even know. You've got a, you've got a live stream in August, um, and whenever you can, you're going to get back to doing stuff. Are you writing things, even though you're not together? Are you still? We were so we were working on together? we were working on uh, a bunch of new songs. Well, not a bunch, but uh, we've had, we have stuff like in the chamber um, that needs to be polished. But yeah, we've been writing things. 
the the most important thing is to just kind of like keep doing podcasts, keep posting media because we don't want our fans to like forget about us because we can't necessarily, we're not like, we're not making any money playing shows. Like we're, it's, it's weird. It's, it's crazy. Mm. Oh, I know what we need to talk about. Sorry. It was normally only an hour, but we're just over an hour. I'm not even, I've not even touched on the Bernie Sanders thing. How have I forgotten to talk about that? <laughs> like, that's like, that should have been the first thing that I spoke about. Because that came around as, it started off as a joke. Yeah? Is that, that's, um, you know. Kind of, yeah, no, it was weird. They, the campaign sent me a text and it was, it was like, can we count on you? to vote for Senator Sanders and, and I'm, you know, I, I'm still, you know, I'm punk at heart, man. Like I'm fucking sarcastic. Like, I'm like, so I wrote back, I hadn't really thought about who I was going to vote for yet. And I wrote back, I said, I, I don't know. Does the, does he support the venomous pinks? And whoever was texting with me, Googled us and, and text me back and let me know that Senator Sanders had actually built a rec rec center in washington and that fugazi played it at some point oh, and wow. that he would most likely be supportive of aggressive feminist punk rock and i was like okay that's okay cool yeah yeah senator sanders can count on me like <laughs> that's awesome and then a few weeks later we got an email from someone in the phoenix campaign that said, We're, I work for the mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders campaign in Phoenix. Would you be interested in playing his rally? I didn't know what that meant. I just thought it meant like some kind of day event where we they rally together. And you know, I didn't mm-hmm. really know what that meant. And then about a week, two weeks later, maybe a week later went by. We got another email from somebody in his actual traveling campaign that is like, mm-hmm. um, so we need you at the Phoenix, uh, Arizona Coliseum, which is like a basketball arena here. It's huge. We need you to be there by one o'clock for Loden to play the rally uh, the, the, next next, the next day. <laughs> so uh, we're like, oh, shit, like Cassie's in L.A. Like, what do we do? So it was, it was just a whirl, a whirlwind, a 24 hour, like whirlwind, like, you know, we, we put her on a plane, like we're, you're coming to Phoenix, get on the plane. Like we have to play the show. Like we can't tell them no. We did work. <laughs> all the, all the stuff that you've not been able to do this year, like surely that not makes up for it, but that's like a nice kind of yeah. end before everything shut yeah. down that was our last show yeah. too it was insane it was like, it was crazy yeah I, I, we were getting you know we, we like load in we're meeting people in his actual like traveling campaign meanwhile we're like mm-hmm. stressing out like is cassie gonna get here on time because she's landing at like rush hour in phoenix which at the time was terrible like so we're trying to figure out how to get to the actual coliseum and then i you know it was just it was just crazy and then they're like you're okay you're 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 gonna load on stage we're not gonna introduce you you need to introduce yourself and i was like oh, that's fine that's like whatever you know and then so we get on stage <laughs> we're like loading and i'm like really 
I'm sure all of us were like super nervous. I'm like trying not to think about what we're about to do and in front of, I think it was about 8,000 people. Um, that was crazy. And then, so yeah, we plugged in, like just let the, you know, guitar roar and hear that vibration in in a basketball stadium. Um, that was crazy. You know, the, the, how you guys doing? And just hear it. Like, just surrounded by like this wave of like vibration like it was crazy it was crazy and i was like are you you guys do you guys want to feel the burn you know and they lost they lost (laughs) it they were like oh they just like went crazy for it it was cool she said burn yeah it was a good last show of the year yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it looked like it was well like the 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 video that i saw the, the crowd seemed to you know respond really well to it and mm-hmm. you know do you think you'd have preferred somebody to to introduce you though like proper like welcome to the stage the bird <laughs> of its pinks <laughs> hey guys <laughs> yeah the only you weird part it? was like we had to also unload all of our gear right after we were done <laughs> so like so we had like five different like guys come and like help us and then like just us three trying to get all the gear out and like 8,000 people watching yeah. us. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. So that was a little yeah, weird. We just rocked out for uh, you guys, but now you get to watch us unload our own gear. <laughs> it's <laughs> punk rock. Right, throw, yeah. a smoke, throw a smoke bomb down and when they clear, you're just gone. They're like, oh, where'd it go? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just like, thank you. And then we got, we got to meet him. Mm-hmm. We got to meet him at the end. You know, that was cool. He came over. He, he was like, thanks for playing. Shook our hands. And we took a picture. And uh, Gabby nice. was going to ask him about reptilians. <laughs> Missed opportunity, man. I just... <laughs> I was so, like, shocked from the whole thing that, like, I did not ask the one question. <laughs> reptilians. So bummed. But there's always next time. They have our email. <laughs> <laughs> You think maybe he had like a device on him that like suppressed your thoughts so that you couldn't actually ask him because he knew. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like you got to ask in your head, and then if they like look at you or blink, you yeah. that's it. <laughs> Don't get me started, man. On this shit. His eye, his eyelids shut that way. <laughs> exactly. His eyelids shut horizontally, not vertically. Yeah. Yeah. Did Missed you see that? Thank you for being on. It's been great. Good to finally get you all on together. Like I say, this is the first time I've had a full band on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next next time I'm hoping to get like a scar band on that's got like 20 members. And just talk to them all. You yeah. can with Zoom. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> no. <laughs> so thank you for being on. Enjoy your day. Enjoy thank the you. rest of your birthday weekend. Uh, Cassie, hope your back's okay. Thank you. It's better. You know, bend, bend at the knees <laughs> in future. And right. I'll, uh, I'll catch you all later. Right. Thank you Thank very much. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.